Well, gobble, gobble, gobble. Happy Thanksgiving, let me, everybody. Let me see if I still got this. Ooh. How's that? That was pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty good. Oh, uh, man. Thank you for that, Joe. Oh, um, yeah. I, I, I believe this is going to be a two-parter. This is probably going to be a two-parter. This is a two-parter. We had the... The creative team? Yeah, I was gonna say brain trust. Creative team is sure. is also another another phrase that could be used for the three guests that we had. Any on. Of <laughs> the three <laughs> guests that we had on today. Mikey O'Malley, Eli Bigelow, Cam Torres. Mm-hmm. They came on. Two of them have been on already. Cam and Eli. And Mike Michael had not. Michael. I don't think I've ever called him Michael. No. No. Uh, Mikey had not, and it was great to have him come on because what we did today is we talked about their original musical, Haley's Comet, which they are preparing for a stage reading at Little Theater Fall River. Auditions will be in East Bridgewater at Capuchoni. Um, But enough about that. Let's talk about the three of them. Let's talk about how great they are. And how much fun we just had. I uh, I, I mean, I can't speak for you, but like I, that was great. I had a blast um, to have them here. To hear some of the songs yep. was a lot of fun. To hear how they the process mm-hmm. worked and um, that they almost gave up like three years ago. That they yeah. stopped for a while. Yeah. And it was Mikey who had to kind of push and, and get Eli and Cam over the... Um, the heartbreak. The heartbreak. Yeah. Um, it it was a, it was a fun episode. This was a really fun episode. This is um, there's I hate to be so cliche, but there's something for everybody in there. I think so. And um, I think that it's very enjoyable. It's informative. It's entertaining. Everything that you would, if you had a list for an episode that you you would check off things that you want. I think we just checked off everything on the list. It was uh, it was a great time to be joined by the three of them. This is the most people that we've had in the one one seven. Oh man, it was a lot. It's gonna be a nightmare to edit, but we'll we'll get it there. It it probably will be. I am not envious of you whatsoever. That's all right. Um, but completely, totally worth it. They've been working on this show for seven eight years now, yep. but now that they're getting ready to present the stage reading to the public, you the listener can come in and hear the show, see this start to happen. So we're kind of on the ground floor in that aspect yeah. of this creative process of this show. And how often are you able to start following something from the beginning? So like I, I'm excited about being able to have this conversation, which I'm hoping is part of a series of conversations we have with the three of them. Yeah. Tracking the progress of the show, feedback from the stage reading, where they are and, and what's going to be happening. That's such a great point is that how often do you really get to see a project like blossoming? We're kind of going to be able to document the process for them starting yes. here, moving forward and Hey, how do you feel after the stage reading? Hey, how do you feel, you know, now that you're pre- preparing for your second stage reading or you're trying to stage the show or we're doing a cabaret with just songs? What do you, what's changed since we've last heard from you? Yeah. And yeah. to track stuff that way too. And Yeah, that's super interesting. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great audio documentary. 
for them. Fantastic. We're doing it for them. We're doing it for them. We should bill them. Yeah, I think, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, how else are we going to? We don't have heat here today. <laughs> so we can probably monetize a couple of things. I forgot to pay the bill. <laughs> well, now someone else will pay the bill for us. <laughs> oh, um, man. Yeah. Um, just just an overall a, a, a great episode, great two episodes uh, that are going to be gracing your listening devices. And yeah, enjoy, comment, support Haley's Comet. Go audition. Go audition. Definitely. Tell your friends. To Tell audition. your friends everything. Um, yeah, just just a just a really really fun episode, and I hope you enjoy. This is the biggest, should we say, I was going to say cast, collection. I like cast. Cast of characters that we have <laughs> in the 117. Um, two of these men have been on already. And Hi, I'm Joe. That's Jared. Oh, well, that we were talking about, obviously, you two have been oh, on. Sure. Oh, okay, got it. Two of these men have already been on already. I think uh, probably within the first 10 episodes that we did. Yeah. And the third may be our biggest supporter. Biggest headed supporter. Biggest headed supporter. <laughs> Which we, we will test yes, that. We, we yes, will yes, test yes. that. Actually. Yeah. I, I yeah. thought you about have that. Measuring tape. Yeah. We have, well, that hat that is right over your <laughs> oh shoulder. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> that it's is the, the I heard you do hat. it last episode, and I was like, uh, I was like, they haven't seen my head in this thing. <laughs> I, I mean, you, they said the size on it too. I said, "Oh boy." Should we just kick it off with the hat wearing? Let's just kick that, it off. Yeah, that's a I mean, we usually that's, that's usually start. the big thing at the end. Uh, yeah, yeah. But you know what? It's right uh, there. It, How no. does that fit? Does the that closest, fit well? No, it's too small. <laughs> it <laughs> is too small. It's too small. It is a bit but too small. It does, it's true. Yeah. It does fit closer than any hat I've ever had Honestly, in my life. Honestly, I've never oh. seen Mike look better. Well, that's yeah. not. It's Mikey, it, you make you it can, work. Like, press it in. Yeah, make yeah. it work. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, Let's damage the hat. I can deform he my does, skull. Right you do look really good in that hat. Mike. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, 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 wow. Man, I want to play Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, yeah I know, right? <laughs> look at, yeah, good luck. Uh, oh, okay. He's going to keep it on for the whole podcast. Joey's already panicking. Oh, my God. This is crazy. All right. Anyway, guys. There we go. Here we are. We have the the triumvirate here of Eli Bigelow, Cam Torres, and Mikey O'Malley, the three creators of the new musical. Is it Haley's or Hallie's? Oh, that's the, uh, that's the big question. That's the big question. It's uh, up, Hallies, up for, but, you know, yeah. it's technically Hallie's, I but, think. Okay. But a lot of laymen <laughs> call it Hayley's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're starting off real well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No. So Hallie's comment. There's a whole story about that. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I 
before we go into the entire history of everything, what we should say is that this is a seven, eight, eight year, yeah, I think eight years in the making. Right. Yeah, that you guys have been working on this original show. Yeah, um, and it's come to fruition pretty much in the fact that you guys are going to be having a stage reading brought to you at. Little Theater, right? That's right. The Little Fire Theater Barn. of Fall River at the Fire, <laughs> at the Fire Barn. Barn. Um, and the auditions are going to be December 3rd and 4th, correct? Uh, second, second and 3rd. Second and 3rd. The 4th is the Sunday. Ryan's right. having yes. a real problem with weekends yeah, today's in December. The dates today. Are just, it's not... Whew. Well, you know what it is? It was yeah, the time 2nd. change and everything. Right. So. December 3rd. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Classic. December 2nd and December 3rd, at, right. it's at Capuchoni. That's right, yep. Capuchoni. That's where you guys East are Bridgewater. doing. In East Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is the logistics of it. So I hope that – how many how many roles in total are you guys casting for that? Eight. Eight uh, principles. Eight, eight principles. principles. Okay. Um, and then we are – we're also considering casting two young kids because there's two young roles. Okay. Um, but we're still kind of figuring that out that, yeah. if that's if that's going to be part of the reading or not. Um, and then there are um, there's a there's a lot of um, ensemble, uh, uh, yeah, solos things like that as there's well. A of, yeah. There's a couple of featured uh, ensemble parts as well. Okay, you guys. Now I remember when you came in, yeah. Cam, and this was months ago, and you were talking about anything that you write, you don't want to direct. Yeah, and you're not directing this. None of you are directing it, really, right? No, we oh. actually asked uh, my uncle Eli's dad mm-hmm. to uh, uh, Gary Bigelow to uh, to kind of direct it. Yes. So really, what we're asking him to do is to kind of work with the script and uh-huh. with the actors that we that we cast to kind of like you know find things that I'm too close to it as the writer. Like I know what exactly what I want. Yes. But I need another brain Mm -hmm. to come in to kind of find things i think we all three of us do yeah Mm -hmm. um and gary was somebody that i think we could trust and somebody that um we know there's a there's a couple of younger roles in the show too like high Mm -hmm. school age or college Mm -hmm. age and that's kind of his bread and butter Mm -hmm. uh and so we we felt like he was a good candidate to do that yeah okay and are you going to musical direct eli yes okay yeah, I didn't he know can't if you give up that much. I, I can't. I can't give up that much. Control. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't think so. I mean, I'm I, having I, a honestly, panic attack, <laughs> giving up my control. But, and Mikey, you're the dresser for it. Is yeah, that what you're doing? That's yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm doing. It hasn't been worked out yet. I'm still working my writer out. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, you did the lyrics with Eli. Yeah. And Cam, you strictly did the. Like the the book, the yeah. script. Uh, yeah, I say that, that there's been a couple instances where I've helped out lyrically. Yeah, yeah. we've had like uh, set, yeah, there's like a bunch of different ways we'll work together. But like, yeah, one, the, we would have really great. We've done a, a couple times. Yeah, where we all just sit and like kind of contemplate. On, yeah. I'm like Eli, explain this how this how music works again. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, it needs to be this many syllables. All right, how's this shitty rhyme? <laughs> He's like, no, that doesn't work for the the, the melody. <laughs> Okay. But yeah, uh, I try to help. All right. Just trying to figure out what each person's role is in everything in this. Yeah. And Mike also uh, is pretty much our dramaturg, yeah. too. Dramaturd? <laughs> Turd. <laughs> dramaturg. Yeah, I'm a t- dramaturg at dramaturg. Yeah. yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anybody who doesn't know what a dramaturg is, basically it's just someone who 
uh, is really looking at the at the the piece uh, and sh- making sure that everything we're saying is like correct or like historically, historically accurate, accurate yeah. if mm-hmm. we're trying to be historically accurate, yes, scientifically yes. accurate, yeah. things like that. Or and Mike's also been really helpful, especially early on. Like literally, I would just send Mike scenes of yeah. stuff, and he'd be like. I what are you trying to go for here? He he'd be he's really good at the notes okay. portion of that too. Oh, okay, that's um. great. So the auditions will be in let's see 2 weeks now. Yeah. Now, yeah. for people that are listening to this that would like to audition for the show, what cuz this isn't like you're auditioning for Jesus Christ Superstar and you can go to YouTube and you can watch any clip on YouTube and <laughs> yeah. how do you prepare? Yeah. yeah, yeah like prepare what would it? you say? How what advice would you guys give to any prospective people that are gonna audition? So the first thing I'll say is that if folks do want to audition to find information is to go to the Halley's Comet Facebook page. Okay. Halley's Comet um, musical, mm-hmm. I believe is what we're we're under. And you can find us there and there will be like a Google form link that you can fill out to sign up. In terms of preparing, Eli, do you want to take yeah, that in terms yeah. of musically? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's 32 bars of a song um, that shows your what you think is the strongest part of your voice, mm-hmm. um, but just with a, a pretty succinct story um, in your song, just, you know, and trying to uh, find a song that could be close to our descriptions of our characters like we've right. given we've given some it, it, in in that in that um audition form we also give like a description of like if you're thinking about auditioning for this part mm-hmm. think about a role like this like i think we we gave like yeah we said um for the role of amy look at diana from next to normal look at a song like that yeah, um, or um, or um, what was the other one who's the mom in fun home Oh, oh, that's right. Uh, what's um, Judy Coon played her. Is it um, Helen? What's the name? Helen. It's Helen. It's Helen. Um, Helen in Fun Home. Yeah. Or like someone like Candy, who's like a preteen. We were thinking like Matilda yeah. or, you and, know, things like yeah. that. Like and without going into too much detail, like you need to pick this kind of style and this right. kind of like just. We wanted it to be open. We want people to feel comfortable. Just showcase what you know they feel most comfortable in. They don't even need to follow those guidelines. No. We could probably very easily place somebody where we think like oh, okay even if they didn't follow those instructions we'd be like you actually fit in voice and everything you fit we'll call you back for this role yeah yeah because we're gonna do callbacks and at callbacks folks are gonna learn some music yeah. from the show yep so that we can hear what they sound like singing the songs and mm-hmm. we're all three of us are gonna cry because uh, we've never heard anyone <laughs> other than eli sing the music yes and th- th- uh, they, besides they, a student they're... of eli's who recently sang uh, a song of ours mm-hmm. um but yeah very exciting yeah now when you guys when you were writing this you were writing the music you were writing the the script of it did you have those characters in mind as like a some sort of influence of what you were trying to like you said helen from fun home like is that it was it like a mesh of like of that no this town was uh much more populated (laughs) <laughs> before we got to this current version. Yeah, so yeah. the original idea had, I think, 16 uh, uh, main roles. Yeah, it was... It was double the cast. Yes, I remember being you, a part of, yeah. an early, part of that first of um, early, 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 early read. Yeah. yeah. And, and there were um, a lot of characters. Yes, As we've gone, we've focused on the ones that matter. Yeah. 
It's true. It's just the truth. Yeah. yeah. And but, so those kind of came from those, the characters and the idea is basically we took kind of stock characters, I think, yeah. right? Kind of 80s almost stereotypes mm-hmm. from like 80s films, John Hughes-esque, particularly the the the, the teen story in the show is mm-hmm. kind of very John Hughes-y. John Hughes-y, That's yeah. great. And then we tried to kind of spin it on its head, do something a little differently that you're not expecting or you maybe you've never seen that archetype of a character do before uh-huh. uh, as the show goes on. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Eli, when you're doing the music, mm-hmm. I was listening, Joe sent me some of the samples last mm-hmm. night. So I was sitting there eating dinner and I was listening to some of the music. And is it hard to, I shouldn't say hard, but Actually, I'm going to say hard. Is it hard to ha- like who? I guess who are your musical influ- influences when you were writing and you're sitting at the at the uh, for the show? piano for this show specifically? Because when I was listening to it, I was like, "Oh, this sounds like if then at times." Okay. And then I was like, "Yeah, this sounds like JRB mm-hmm. also." Mm-hmm. Is that um, safe? Is that accurate? Can, can to I say? can I answer that with? What I didn't want to do with the music? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, totally. <clears throat> so I know I didn't want to do with the music when I was trying to think of what would influence the songs yeah. was um, I did not want to make a bunch of 80s pastiche songs. Yes. I didn't. I didn't want to do that because, and we've talked about this before, uh, it, it's a show that takes place in the 80s. Mm-hmm. It's just not about the 80s. Yeah. It's about the, these stories. Yeah. So I guess... <clears throat> Why something might sound a little contemporary uh-huh. um, is, um, and there's still some 80s songs in there. There's like two. Definitely. I think it's yeah. two. Yeah. I, ca- yeah. I count Danny's song yeah. as a little bit of one. Yeah. yeah. There's some police influence in that. Um, uh, again, going back to our original idea, yeah. we also, along with this idea mm-hmm. of having 16 characters, we also thought, oh, you know, it'd be really great. Let's give a different style to every single I remember character. That. And that wow. is... Um, <laughs> Which was that's, great. Um, it's that great, was a great when idea. individual characters, right? Yeah. But when you have to mesh like the 1920s with the 1980s, you can see Crazy. there could be a problem when you're like trying to do like mm. rag and, you know, uh, thrash metal or whatever. You yeah. know, yeah. like the, the styles don't mesh well. Yeah. So it was great when it was individual songs, but then... Of course, when the whole ensemble would then, come together. And yeah. even worse, but, when um, you all decades together. And yeah. let me just say, I don't, I didn't listen to that and be like, oh my God, this sounds like... If that... That's not what I mean whatsoever. The question that I was like, is it hard to not have your musical influences that you have grown up with bleed into what you want to I, be an original sound i mean definitely i mean it, you have muscle memory in your hands yeah. so like yeah. your hands go to the same chords a lot mm-hmm. um which is a lot of reason why i like to write away from it as yeah. much as i can yeah until something's like oh i gotta get to the keyboard and do something with it um but um yeah no definitely definitely the things that i've played before influence that yeah um i'd say eli's style is really a marriage between jared and sondheim it's like that's very nice. Yeah, but that's what, what I. That's what too. I feel like you yeah. strive for. It's like this. Yeah. that's marriage between yeah. the two of those. Those kind two of styles. hacks. Yeah, those yeah. two. Those, those two hacks. hacks. <laughs> oh, you know them? <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with like saying it's no. familiar. Well, well you know, like that's that's. I think that's like a good thing. Like you don't want something to sound like, even 
you know, anytime being in music, mm -hmm. I pushed the limits, but I never wanted it to not sound like music anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Of course. So like familiarity, I don't. I think that's well, I think it's totally cool. That's a great point. We, we got we have a song on the show where I'm literally just trying to emulate James Taylor, Jim yeah. Croce. Like there's a song that's like that's specifically for a character mm -hmm. that's talking about a certain time period when they were when they met their wife yeah. and. It's a song yeah. he wrote when he met her, and he was playing guitar. It's early seventies, late sixties. Where else are you going to go except for like Jim Croce, James Taylor, yeah. John Denver? Of course. So you want to emulate that, so like you get the idea of like, oh, this is when this song happened. This uh -huh. is, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and yeah. it's interesting with that with that song too. You have some extra liberty as well because it's the character's song. So yes. So it says that the ah. character wrote the song that he's singing in the show, so oh. it can even steal more, right? Because we can decide how good he is right. of a songwriter, there right? And honestly, you that's know? what helps write it. Like, I don't want to like sound yeah. like other people before me, but like, it helps write the song. Like, okay, this guy wrote it. It was in the late seventies, mm -hmm. uh, early seventies. Sorry, um, he's, he was a teenager when he wrote it, so maybe he's not writing like augmented chords or like like right. really crazy rock monohoff like like yeah. music. Yeah, he's not that. I don't think rock monohoff wrote guitar music, but like, uh, no, but it's like simple a simple chord version. So you, like, you put yourself in a box mm -hmm. and you say, okay, this is. This is your limits, mm -hmm. which is so much easier to write. Except when, in contrast to like, you can use any chord and yeah. any any melody line, and yeah. Okay, now before we dive deeper into all of this, let's start from the beginning. Who, eight years ago, we said, yeah, nine years ago, I, maybe. Yeah. Who was the first person that had this idea? To you write to, a show, I'll, I'll tell the origin story. Yeah, go Please ahead. tell you, the origin story. You know it so well. Yeah, yeah and actually, like Ryan, you were kind of there for it. Yeah. Oh, was um, I? This oh. is all your fault. This, yeah, really. Okay. So when when we were doing cabaret, which I wasn't initially cast in. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, you know, somebody had to drop out, and um, I had to replace him. Ryan was very upset. He went to Eli. He threatened to quit. And. Uh, <laughs> And he's Mike, like, you're not supposed to say that. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Edit that out, please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Eli told me after, and I was like, well, it all makes sense, because Ryan was really like, standoffish, and you know, we had met for the first time. And so we were doing, dude, it was, it, was our, it was the last show of Cabaret, right? It was the afternoon Sunday performance. Sunday matinee, right? yeah. And, right. and Eli and I were there early. Not that this is unusual, because usually I sleep over Eli's when I'm doing his shows, because I'm like usually on the North Shore. Yeah, so, yeah. Staying over, and Eli just was playing this melody. He's like, "Oh, this thing is just like, you know, I, this song." I'm like, "Oh, what is that? Oh, I'm just, I just made it up, but uh, you know, I really like this sound." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And then I put some dummy lyrics to it. Right? I was like, "Oh," he's like, "Oh," he said, "Oh, I, I'm playing this, but it, I don't think it, you can write lyrics to it." And so I just put in some dummy lyrics, and the light bulb was like, "Dink." Oh, oh, I, okay, you can't put, oh, okay. And so that started the, what was at that time, just a space musical. And then Eli and I didn't really have much of an idea, but I was like, do you know anyone that like writes plays? And Eli's like, oh, I, I know this, I know my, my cousin who I, you know, he wrote some stuff with me before. I was like, oh, okay. And I kind of knew yeah. Cam at that point. So yeah. Like, oh, okay. So I reach out, I'm like, hey, you know, you want to write a, show we don't have any ideas we're thinking it's about space yeah. and uh yeah it was pitched to me 
I mean, kind of. It, it was just pitched to me like, "Hey, we're gonna do a show about Halley's Comet, and we want it to be based on these people in, of of this town, yeah, that are witnessing the comet, mm-hmm. and you know, they're one way before the comet, and then you know, they see the comet, and something changes in them. Yeah. That was the initial idea, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay. And I came literally. I think it was like the next day. Next day, you had like I came over and I was like, "Here are some character ideas," and yeah. I had thirty thousand characters. Yeah, because th- they pitched it like, <laughs> like we wanted to be like <laughs> you. Yeah, they wanted like, to be yeah. gigantic. Yeah. And then I think we kind of met. We talked about yeah. the characters. We got kind of all got jazzed and excited about it. Yeah. And then I think I left. And then within a day, I had the like twenty pages. Really? Because that's just kind of that's just kind of how I do things, and I just kind of vomit, and I'm like, "Here's the shit that I came up with. Uh-huh. Does it work?" And then we started putting our first version of the opening to it. Yeah, we kind of we've t- we tend to be people that kind of write in order for the most part, mm-hmm. scene by scene, from beginning to end. Um, but now that we're kind of deeper in, we're kind of jumping all, all over the place. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but just to kind of get a sense of the story, that's how I like to that's how I like to work. Okay, and so. Now, just for some context right yeah. here, Eli. Yes. Can you play that that sound that you introduced to oh, Mikey? That first thing. That yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I still know yeah. it. Oh, I do still, still know it. I still know it. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. I don't know Let's if it's. See. I don't know if it's. Uh... Yeah. Okay. And it's working. Nice. Wow. Look at Perfect. that. Look at wow. that. Look at Amazing. that. Look at this stuff. Isn't that neat? <laughs> Do you guys ever walk around the house and just like all of a sudden you find yes. yourself singing a fucking Disney yes. song? Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. It's so yes. annoying. Yeah. I, don't I don't agree. But <laughs> but but like you don't realize you're do that the annoying part about it is like you're just sitting there sure. and all of a sudden you'll catch yourself 13 minutes into singing the same thing yeah. Yeah. Over, over and over again. I, just I, like I a second of it. Feed the birds, that toe tapper. Oh, Oof. That's a, that kills <laughs> me. I love that song. Yeah, that's a beautiful song. A beautiful yeah. song. So I'm I'd love to hear those original chords. I'd love to hear the original chords. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, dude. Those are the original. I mean, it does. It sounds like... You're sitting in a theater, and it's the 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 curtains going up. So that spawned. That was the first thing I played yeah. for Mikey. Yeah, yeah. That was just just really like that lick of those two chords back and forth. Yeah, and then the that. and then lyrically the the hook became the some things happen once in a lifetime. Yeah, which that's never changed. That's never yeah. changed, and it and it, it, will, uh, it, won't, it won't change. It won't change. It's just a huge theme it's of the, the show. Of, uh-huh. yeah. Um. So what, and now this would be a great segue because you just said this, Cam. So it started with that, and now where is it with the synopsis? If you were yeah, to say, so if you were to the say show what the whole show is, what is it? So the year is 1986, and Haley's Comet is a pass, o- pass over the town of Huntersville. The town has pulled out all the stops for this spectacular wonder. As the town prepares, a young girl spends her night reuniting her parents, a teen scrambles to f- keep friendships intact, and an elderly couple gets lost in the past. Through the mysticism of Halley's Comet, the park, and the night itself, moments from the past meet with the present and guide towards the future as the town embarks on a night that is truly once in a lifetime. Dude, that's 
so good. It really is. Like, if I read that on the back of a book, <laughs> like, you know, they have, like, the little blurb on the yeah, back sure, of the yeah. book. Like, That's the hardest thing to write ever. Absolutely. Of course Just it to is. sum it up to so sum quickly. It up, yeah. It's the hardest the elevator thing speech. to write. Mike it's the hardest thing to write. About yeah. That yeah. Like, just how do you, like, someone asked me, like, what the show's about. I always like, have struggled with it. That's why I brought the, the blurb. Yeah. Yeah. That I can imagine, like, because how do you, what's 101 pages, I think, is what yeah, was it? currently, yeah. So how do you, <laughs> how right. do you condense 101 right. pages into, well, like, a paragraph? I mean, I think that's, like, one of, like, the first things, well, not first things, but most important things so that you can sell the show is, like, yeah. Well, yeah, how we gotta can narrow, like, you got to, like, especially nowadays where it's, like, everything needs to be short and to the point. Well, mm-hmm. here's the short and to the point. Yeah. Like, it's like the music style you're talking about. It's like you compare you have to compare the show to something so people can have a grasp of what and, it that's is. never yeah and you know right. it's it's challenging i mean we set ourselves up for like the most challenging thing on the planet because not only did we write a whole original musical but we have a cast a main cast of eight characters yeah, yeah. that all have separate storylines different arcs Di- like they all have different wants and desires, mm-hmm. and, and the show is and, set before any of us were born. Right, right, and and these characters have to interact, have to meld into other stories. Other stories, mm-hmm. so they run know, into those stories run into each other. You know, oh, okay. And, and so it began. How do you how do you distill that into a you know sixty word you know blurb? Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be hard too because I you know I could see saying that blurb to somebody like working on it. And you say the blurb to somebody, and it didn't register with them. Mm-hmm. And then now you're just in yeah. word vomit yep. mode, like. Yeah. You're but also, to... this is going on, and this is that. So, how do you get it to say these words and then look at them and let their gears start going? Right, and let them right. imagine, like, well, what does that mean? What is this? Yeah. You know, so oh, that's brutal. I never even thought of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's poof. When was it? If I recall, I believe it was probably a couple years into the process that you guys had, you showcased this in New York, right? Or you put so it on no, for like... No, so... What was it exactly? Mikey and I applied to the BMI workshop in New York. Okay. Um, and we got an audition with them. We sent in two songs. I think we sent in... Actually, all three songs are still say, in yeah, the show. Yeah. yeah. Just in a different form, but they're yeah, all they're still all in there. the show. Yeah. Um, we sent in three songs... Um, and then Mikey and I went to New York to audition for the the BMI workshop. Is this That's workshop? I was going to ask what it is. Yeah, BMI workshop is this place in New York where um, you can audition to basically take a class once a week, mm-hmm. and you work with musical theater songwriters. Um, Aronson Flannery, the people who wrote Ragtime, they mm-hmm. did this. Tom Kitt, Brian Yorkie, who did Next to Normal, they did this. Mm-hmm. Robert Lopez, yeah. they all did that. Wow. Um, and you go and basically you take this class for free, but you have to get accepted. Um, they take a very limited amount of people. Sometimes you can apply to be a lyricist or a composer or both. You can you can. Um, they do play I'm, pl- right I'm now. plugging for started. BMI right now. Yeah, they um, didn't even let us yeah. in. Those fuckers. <laughs> I'm plugging yeah. for BMI. Um, I have no affiliation with them. I, uh, but uh, no, and um, or or like they'll pick a partner for you. You can yeah. And we we entered um, uniquely though because like people don't usually enter yeah, as a partnership. Right. And they kept asking us about that. They're like, but you know, like you have to like split up for group work or whatever. We're like, yeah, okay, sure. But, but we want to enter together. Yeah, we're like, you know. So we did, and. Um, it was great. We we that you know you can they say you have to you know we'll play you can audition with two songs have a third one just in case we want to hear something else. Yep. And thankfully they wanted to hear the third song. So that was that was that was very that's great. Yeah. That's a great sign. And that's to get great. an audition is also 
a feat of itself, right? Because there are thousands of people auditioning. Yeah. And yeah. I think they only took 50 or 48. Yeah. So we were, you know, we felt we're like, really hey, you know, about that. Yeah. yeah. And they only take about 20, around 20 every year. Yeah. Still a win. Yeah. It's yeah. still a win, you know? Yeah. Um, and that was a win for us too, because that was one of the first times we got to hear other people sing. That's right. I wasn't yeah. there that day. That's I right. Uh, so I didn't I get to hear that. Yeah. Oh, but... so they had someone else sing it? <laughs> no, for you, we, or... brought, we brought uh, we brought we brought two of our friends, two of our friends yeah. to cool. sing, which was great. Yeah, that's really cool. Who did you bring? Both, you both... CJ and Emily. Oh, and Emily. <laughs> it was Eli refers to his wife as a friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good, well, they weren't married really at, nice. that point. at that point. Thanks, Jared. Were. Thank you. That's actually really Listen, sweet. It's his best friend. Okay? It is, yeah. It's his best friend. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that was um because because we we sh- we showcased the two girl songs. Yeah. Yeah. Two of the girl songs, and then we also did ask her out. Yeah. And they did. Yeah, they asked us for a third song, and they didn't stop either. I remember that was the other thing. Yeah, yeah. that was which was really great. They never stopped us. They 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 say like you have a time limit. Like you have to be done. 32 bars, that's it. And then I think we even were singing Ask Her Out. I was singing, yes, I was singing that one. Yeah. And, and, they were, and, I, and I was like, should we stop? And they said, no, 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 keep going. I was like, great, let's yeah, keep going. Whoa, thing. It wasn't is, anything you guys did yeah, that didn't good. get you into this. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, no. It sounds like you guys did an awesome job. Yeah. I felt yeah. great about it. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I felt like a million cool. bucks after that. Yeah. yeah. Did they give you. Did they give you any feedback in the room at that point? They didn't. No. They didn't. They did ask a lot about how many times we've workshopped it and yeah. how many times, like, oh, like this is Can the only. We on? see that this is the only project yeah. you've really worked on, and they said they said that a lot. And yeah. I remember leaving, being like, felt great about it, but I remember leaving, being like, oh, I think they want us to have more experience. Yeah, which like, is weird. They were like, do you, you right for a, it's all it's essentially like a grad program yeah right? it's like mm-hmm. you learn the tools because mm. you know they have people come in and teach you like you know you do exercises right oh man be like that's that's why i really wanted to do it too because yeah, like those exercises sound so fun absolutely they would do the they, they, they have these exercises where it's like write your first i think you're i could be wrong your yeah. first project is like write the impossible song right take a play find a character in a play that you think would never be turned into a musical and make a song like for that. So like like uh, like, like 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 Equus the musical, right? Like <laughs> like like Blanche de Bois. I yeah, love right. horses. <laughs> I love horses. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Like oh my gosh. But that wow. that sounds really fun. That is that that does sound really fun. Uh did you leave there inspired like was like a fire lit underneath you? Where you were just like, yeah, you walk into New York, whether it's just playing for a couple of people or not, yeah. like that's like still fun. Like the only time we ever really got, uh, y- you know, uh, dismayed <laughs> was we did our third reading, informal reading. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did it. Yeah, very impromptu, very quick, very sloppy. We we read the entire show with some close friends at Eli's apartment. Right. Um, we had, and we just we weren't ready. The reading and yeah, we weren't. A lot of people ready. couldn't come. So it really ended up being to... a blessing because, like, yeah. we had a much smaller cast. We had to read parts, yeah, right. and we had people doubled, and it yeah. was it, it was really. It kinda... I had songs that weren't even done weren't yet. Even done yet, and I think the three of us, after that reading and after the feedback we got, we were like, there are a lot of fundamental things not working, mm-hmm. and it felt like the mountain what we had built was now a mountain, and we had no idea uh, we had no how to, to fix it, and so we just got depressed. And I think we put it away for about a year. We did. 
And then it was Mike who was like, Mike never, ever, ever would give up. Never. I would tell him constantly, I'm not doing it anymore. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm done. I think we got it. I think like, I'm done. we need to know when we're, where we should stop. I need stop. to know when to let it die. Yeah. You know, but Mike just wouldn't let it go. And then COVID happened. And, and it honestly brought thing. it back to life. Weirdest, yeah. like, and benefits. Because we had, we had, I had a yeah. couple of small ideas that percolated kind of shortly after the read that, that kind of fatal reading where everything died. And I was like, oh, well, we got to kill. Pretty much every yeah, character. Yeah, it turned into Lame Is Act 2. It was like um, the barricade and all the students just died. We just massacred. It was like half the cast half the gone. Cast, like, I was like, we got we to gotta get rid of them. Yeah. They're not working. And then, But then there was like a bunch of holes in the show. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so, but yeah, COVID really allowed us the time mm-hmm. to, you know, get back together and figure out how to work together over Zoom because Mike yeah. is mm-hmm. in New York. and Yeah. And kind of make get into a rhythm that has worked, and we haven't stopped. Yeah. In those two years, uh, we did a reading, another informal Zoom reading in in 2020 mm-hmm. uh, of Act One. So we wrote all of Act One in like six months. Yeah. Uh, like rewrote it, re-wrote and then we it. did a reading of it. We got a ton of really good feedback. That was the best reading we ever best, had. Yeah. Uh, and that gave us a whole new direction to go with a lot of characters that yep. opened things up. And we were like, all right, the next thing we have to we have to do a reading of the whole show. Because what we were feeling was happening is that the people that are listening and seeing it aren't getting the whole picture. They're only getting half of it. And yep. so they're being left kind of with that kind of stereotypical John Hughes-esque uh, vibe. But that's not the whole story. No. And so it, we felt like it's going to be very important for people to kind of really see the entire thing and to really see what we're going for here mm-hmm. to get a better, to get better, you know, more concrete, specific feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, just from a, an audience perspective here, because hearing this show, I feel like there's so many different ways you can go about it, and I don't even know if you're thinking at this at this level right now. But scenically, mm-hmm. is this show like stripped down, and it's 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 storytelling, or is it is it? Because I I I I could see it either way in my head right now. Or yeah. is there a big set? Is this is like so? One of the coolest things I think that you know, we came up with was this idea of all the action really taking place. It takes place in the park of this, of this town. And the park is, the town is, you know, one of the going gags is they're obsessed with the founder of the town, uh, Bradford Hunter. Mm -hmm. They're obsessed with this guy for some reason. So throughout the park, there are like hundreds of statues of this dude. (laughs) Of Bradford Hunter. Uh, (laughs) And uh, there's this really cute old couple that's trying to find the spot where they originally met, but they can't find it because there's so many goddamn statues. They can't remember what statue they met at. (laughs) So like that's a going gag. That's so funny. And one of the things that we thought of to help with transitions is that the statue that is center stage changes. It transitions into different positions and things like that so if this were to ever get done somebody would have to find you know one, one of, of those, those artists from yeah. Quincy Market uh, yeah, yeah Quincy Market get a get a uh, still life dude yeah cool uh, which I was like I've never seen though that person on Broadway before that's kind of neat yeah that's, that's nice. really um, cool and so that's yeah. really I, I, cool we haven't like found that. a way yet but, but like, I really would love to find a, a sequence where we could get the statue off and yeah. be part of it maybe like an ask like an ask her out ask we've kind of talked about ask that ask her out but, would be great to do that with uh, but yeah, just that's to kind of play with that kind of mysticism, right? Like, yeah. there's something magical happening here tonight. That's yeah. kind of awesome. That's we that's another big part of this is like the town again being so obsessed with Bradford Hunter and Haley's Comet plays a play, plays a part in that part in like the founding of their town. But there is this like 
you know that element I, that just those chords that we wrote still still is in that opening mm-hmm. in some way and it, it it's we should give that we want to give that little bit of that mythical mystical like there's something magic in the air tonight mm-hmm. and and um um and there's and that and that living statue is kind of like yeah. one of those mom- one of those moments that you feel like oh yeah there is something yeah. what is that and so to answer your question it kind of makes it be a little bit more grander scale because it's kind of currently the only way that i can think of it kind of being done but i'm sure that you know i'm sure that creative people can i mean that's why also why i want a director right somebody who's going to be thinking about that stuff yeah. who's going to be mm-hmm. like he just had to solve this problem right because a big rule you know in playwriting law is like don't worry about it it's not your job to solve that problem mm-hmm. yeah. just say an ocean appears on stage and that becomes the the design problem yep. you know <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of yeah. So Jared, to answer your question, it's only a hundred statues on the stage, <laughs> yeah. and they all come to life. Looking, they we're... form an army. It's we a way a go, different show. We have a GoFundMe right now to get a bunch of statues. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> um, you guys, you were talking about how you're getting feedback throughout the process and everything, yeah. and I imagine that you're putting your soul and your heart and everything out onto this these pieces of paper because i imagine that's how you were writing it was by hand not on a computer and um (laughs) no but like yeah quail pen yeah exactly finger painting (laughs) (laughs) but um is was there it's it's difficult to hear criticism Mm -hmm. but it's necessary yeah you need it if you want to get better yeah was there somebody or a or, or or groups of people that you would rely on more for that criticism that you really trusted because you can't take criticism from somebody that you wouldn't take advice from so who is that person who was that person for you or those people for you. Or maybe it was one of the three of you, but I imagine that that would be difficult to really yeah. look at it like that. Um, I think, like, I mean, Ashley, my wife, for me, is a really good. Uh-huh. She can smell bullshit uh-huh. pretty easily Great. and isn't afraid to say it out loud. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's I'm really scared to share things with her because of that. Yep. Um, but it's, it's useful. I would say you can say the same thing about Emily. It's yeah. been a great soundboard for things. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Really, honestly, like when we did our readings, I think the best piece of advice, the note, best note we got was from somebody we didn't expect it to come from, was a friend of ours who we just called in randomly, Chris Planka. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. And right. On our final reading uh, that we had done where everything kind of fell apart. Oh my mm-hmm. Do you guys know Chris? Chris yes. Planka? Yes. I do not. That's so um, funny. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, he literally, he, he came, we invited him to come in, and he, he read one of the parts, and he gave us this thing. He said, you guys are focusing too much on the wrong people. He said, I think that, you know, you have three generations of characters mm. in this uh-huh. story. You have this older couple. Uh-huh. You have these, these teens. Uh-huh. And you have um, this married couple yep. who is, like, kind of struggling with their marriage. It's kind of the th- three kind of elements of life in a way. He's like, you need to focus on that. You have a kind of a circular thing happening mm-hmm. that you're ignoring, um, and my brain went exploded because I was like, "Holy shit!" It's been right in front of our face the whole yeah. time. But then it became okay if we cut out all the fat, 
there's literally only 30 minutes in the show. Mm-hmm. You know, and so then we had to really flesh out those stories yeah. and I think really exciting and it, ways. In ways that like were brand new and then yeah. other things that were already in the script with other characters and right. it felt like, oh no, wait a minute, but like this moment actually works really well for this, this character. Person, yeah. Um, yeah. So. Interesting. That, mu- I mean, shout out to him for yeah. being so like succinct with his with and his like, advice. And you know, like, that's something that's like... And at first, of course, the three of us were like, fuck you. Of course. <laughs> right, of yeah. course. <laughs> yeah, of course. And you know what? Like, I think that good criticism... It like, is really that's good your, criticism. That's that was like, he saw reaction, the show. Though. He could see stuff that we weren't paying attention to. And like, that. thank you, Chris. Like, right. honestly. Yeah. And our last reading we did in 2020, another huge note we got is that, you know, one of our characters, um, we had written originally kind of as like an 18-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, but people were telling us she sounds younger. Yeah. She sounds like she's 12. Yeah. And you already have three other 18-year-olds, you know, and her story is so much different than theirs. She's the daughter of the, this couple that's having some marital problems. Yeah. And we, they were like, she needs to be younger. That and was... the moment I heard that, once again, light bulb, I could not think of it any other way. Yeah. It's like, holy crap, that's the answer. Yeah. That's why that story hasn't worked. Is because she needs to be younger. She needs to have more hope. She needs to, you know, believe that something can be fixed. Yeah, I think it would be um, with easier. her family. Yeah, yeah. I think it. Um, I mean, I I could be wrong, but I think it would be easier to write for a twelve-year-old than some angsty eighteen-year-old. It unlocked well. it for the character for us. I think a bit more. Dude, the, like, right? I think I wrote that song. Yeah, a matter of time. A matter of time. I think yeah. I wrote that song very quickly. Yeah. After that was there, it's like, so the oh, character yeah. we're talking about is is the character of Candy, and mm-hmm. her whole uh, her whole plotline for the show is that she's basically there to parent trap her parents, oh, to get them back together again. Mm-hmm. They've been separated for like a month, okay. And so she's there to be like, the comet's coming, everything's yep. gonna be perfect. I'm obsessed with this, and tonight's gonna be beautiful. My parents are gonna get back together, yeah. Uh, and so. We have the song called "Matter of Time." I feel like this would be a good opportunity to, to maybe play some play of it. it. I would, I will, yeah, we can do that. I would love, uh, I would love to hear some. Yeah, and you have to turn it that way because it's back to back. Yeah. See, see, I can do this in this keyboard. All right. Okay, I think I can do this. We totally forgot about that. Mm. Are we ready to try it? Absolutely. Okay. That's rocking a little bit. There's a billion stars that die every day And a billion more are given birth And 17 meteors combust into dust Every 24 hours on Earth It's like the trike I got when I was six The only thing I wanted to do Two years pass and the trike goes away And I moved on to something new Not everything will last Sometimes it goes as fast As a piece of bazooka bubblegum Not everything's forever The only things that never go away Are the things that know the way Back to a familiar place Like a certain comet up in space She's a matter of time, a matter of time 
that never seems to disappear. She's a matter of time, a fixed matter of time, defying the odds to come back here. All the facts say she's way past her prime. She's a dependable, unexpendable, unbendable matter of time. That's what we got so far. Yeah. Dude, that's so good. Yeah. It's really, really good. That's one of the newest songs. That's one of the show. newest songs, yeah. I'm sorry, Ryan, if you wanted and to that... make direct eye contact while I was playing. No, I'd like to <laughs> my view right yeah, there. Is <laughs> that the fact that you were wiggling a little yeah. bit? Yeah. I was trying to catch his eye, you know? <laughs> a matter of time. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're so That's good. Like, it, really, it really is so good, and like they're, that just sounds like a musical theater song. Right, you know what I'm and saying? Like, obviously, it's musical well, theater. I mean, that's what we're going for. That's what we're yeah. going for. <laughs> yeah, no. we're not yeah. going for polka. S- smart <laughs> move. Guys. But I mean, if we put polka on stage in a theater, is that not then a musical theater song? It still is. Yeah. It is still Home Alone I'm sorry, musical, I'm being yeah. very Home Alone the musical. Yeah. Is that a thing? No, but no. they would have to have polka because the polka. The polka. The polka. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It'd be great. Yeah, it would be a fantastic. That's the eleven o'clock number. In the yeah, show. yeah, yeah, huge polka number. He's like yeah. a guest star because he's only yeah, in like. Yeah, he's, like, he's in that scene. Home yeah. Alone, the musical. Yeah. What would there make it, it even oh. better is if you somehow got John Candy to come back and play. Well, but that somehow. Would be, well, just get Josh Gad. You, uh, that, yeah. that just is, get Josh Gad. That is not the same. That's not the same at all. It's no, not. <laughs> but, but musical theater version. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I, I feel like I feel that. like we gotta get somebody else. Yeah, John Candy is terrific and the legendary. Best. Yeah. The best. So For funny. Um, now, while I was listening to that, I have no idea how this works. Sure. I don't. Mm? I don't know. Well, so we record. Today. <laughs> Wait, oh, this isn't live. So this we record live. right now. <laughs> no, and, like but, eventually. Um, I imagine that when you do, when you cast for the the stage reading, yes. that it's just going to be you, Eli, playing the piano. There's going to be no other instruments. Because my question would be, what do you like? What do you envision? For like the being band? in the orchestra, oh, yeah. in the band. So we are going to have question. a small band. We actually have three people who are going to volunteer their time because they just want to be a part of something original, what, which what, is okay. what really, what's, really, what's really wonderful. Yeah. Um, it's good. It's we're doing it really simple. Just a regular. It's drums, bass, and guitar. We're okay. going to keep to that. Um. So I guess. I mean, how many times have I told you, Cam, about like, oh, I, you know, I, I want twenty pieces. Yeah. No, it's not. Um. So. I mean, like we talked, like there are diff- slightly different styles. You've got that contemporary musical theater sound that is really all of the teenagers. Yeah. Um, so that would require, I would say, bass, drums, guitar, mm-hmm. piano, maybe a keyboard too, maybe, Prob- probably, mm-hmm. uh, especially for like songs like Ask Her Out, mm-hmm. that, yeah. probably. Um, but then you've got things like um, the um, the older couple on the show, Ruth and Henry, they have a song called Any Other Day, which is a very Tin Pan alley Jink, like Tin Pan Alley, oh, like Diddy, I call it. Yeah. I guess yep. it's, a yep. little, it's a little Diddy. A little diddy. Um, but so that would maybe require some reeds. Um, yep. You know, maybe a a small brass section, and I don't think like a brass session as in maybe like two brass players. Yeah. Um, I could see it being done as small as like six to like maybe twelve. But I, so I would say guitar, bass, drums, piano, two, piano one, a reed, and maybe two like. Two brass instruments. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, like a little brat. A little brat. That, that sounds about right, right? The, the band? Yeah. yeah. Uh, our yeah, dream yeah. band? Yeah. Dream band, yeah. I yeah. mean, listen, would I love strings? Sure. We don't need them, though. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's nothing in that that really... really I mean, I love a good cello. I love, but, yeah, I love, I love a good cello, too. but... Yeah. Yeah, you could do it a small... You could do it with, like, uh, yeah, I think six to nine, maybe six to nine pieces, even. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You just wanted to but say 16, reading, we're going to go small. I did. What? For the reading, we're going small. Yeah. yeah. Well... Yeah, keep it simple. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. That's great. I was just. I was curious because as I'm listening to you play it, I'm just like, hmm, what other instruments could I imagine in this? But I have no freaking clue. I don't know. That's not my job. I'm just here to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, Mikey, you said that. Well, Cam, you said that Mikey was the one that kind of influenced you into bringing the project back from the yeah. dead. Yeah. yeah, constantly. Every time uh, I talk to him. Every time. Yeah, he's like, you know, we're just letting it sit there. It's just, <sighs> it's a good idea, Cam. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Was it the same for you? Yeah. See? yeah. Like, you Eli and I were both we, really we, heartbroken. We were really heartbroken, and it's almost like we need to let – we. We, this is a breakup. We need to let the breakup happen. Right, I can't yeah. see her anymore. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, the show felt like that. I mean, like it was done. So Dude, the most you know, positive. I can't man even in the think universe. about the show. I, I love the show almost as much as I love my dog. Brought it back to life. <laughs> and I love my dog a lot. <laughs> well, like, but you know, what? like Mikey was like definitely the voice that brings it. Brett. Yeah. But there was always something that we always felt like, why can't we let it die? So right. Why can't we let this die? Yeah. Probably yeah. because we need to finish it. Yeah. So what was yeah. it for you, Mike, that you were just like, I can't let go of this? Well, I mean, we'd spent a lot of time on it at that point, mm-hmm. like four mm-hmm. years or something. And even though it's not what it is today, I mean, I just told Cam, I'm like, Cam, you wrote too good of a book. Eli wrote too good of music. It's like, I don't want this. I know it's 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 a it's a pain in the butt and like takes a lot of effort, but like I'm mm-hmm. like, there's something there. There has to be. Like we have to get through this. And uh yeah, thankfully they they stuck it out, you know. Took yeah. enough convincing, I guess. It, enough time away. Yeah. Yeah, I think that too. Yeah, we had enough full time. time away. Yeah, and then because gradually, what happens, I think, is that it comes back. Like you can't let it go, right? You found yourself at at you know teaching, and then you have a break, and you're like, oh, I'm playing a song from the show for yeah. some reason, mm-hmm. and it's like you can't. Yeah. Sometimes like you can't let show. it go. Yeah. You know? The theme of the show is like you know, it all comes back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's cool. you know. It's true for us too. Yeah, and here it is. And here it is. It's just a matter of time. Are. You throw a rock into space, back. and what yeah. does it do? Yeah. It flies off one day, comes back to you. Yeah. Oh. When is Haley's comet coming back around? The sixty one tomorrow. Yeah, sixty one. Twenty sixty one. Twenty sixty one. Twenty sixty one. Yeah, and that's when okay. this will be making its debut. <laughs> <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what we're planning for. We want it to premiere. Man, nice. will it hit? On the It'll night. be right on the money. Really everybody will be really thing. ready for it. And that's Ryan, so just fantastic. to clarify, that's a Wednesday. Oh, okay. Thank <laughs> you. Okay. Yeah, I know you've been having an issue. Yeah, with oh, it. you yeah, found yeah, that really quick, good. didn't you? I have. <laughs> you just knew it. You just I knew it. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, you know. The, and is, uh, kind of like an ongoing joke, too, is the funniest thing about Halley's Comet is that it's on record to be hilariously unremarkable yes oh oh really? yes <laughs> just spoiler. Like spoiler you know that yeah. is a bit of a spoiler but yeah. like but there's some... hilariously kind of unremarkable because you have to have perfect conditions yeah. to see it right yeah and in 1986 it was like the cloudiest day that 
like on record yes. like was it really yeah. yeah like you know we looked into it you know dramaturgically Dramaturg and, did it. and and we were like well let's use this let's kind of like let's there's a group of people that are like really into it and really see it for what it is despite you know the you know not being able to see it that well what have you but then there's the rest of humanity who's like what the fuck did i just waste my day doing yeah, yeah. that's our that's our act two opener that's act two opener yeah. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck did i waste uh, my day it's what happens mean, now it's called yeah. what happens now but yeah we, we thought maybe always. not use oh wait use. so is that i mean is that giving away anything uh, is, I, is I, I, you know i you guys have a ton of listeners <laughs> 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 Actually, half the audience is in this room right now. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. No, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think. I think actually, in today's world, marketing-wise, it's actually not wise to hold spoil like hold too many things. Too many things yeah. too close. Yeah. I think yeah. it's actually people like really like knowing. Oh, that's like a neat thing that they're gonna do. Let me go see that. Mm -hmm. So I'm not worried about spoilers, really. So that. So then the comet. The comet is seen. Before oh. the end of Act One, the end of Act One is and, the comet. Okay, yeah. that's so the then, very last moment. Is the comet shows up, and that's the end of Act One. And then Act Two is post comet. Cam right. Cameron said it earlier. Act One is before the comet. People seeing, you know, preparing oh, to see okay. the comet, and then Act Two is yes. after the comet. What happens? What so happens? What happens like after that? Post comet clarity. That's kind of like Into the Woods. <laughs> it's so. There's no question that yeah, the show has <laughs> heavily influenced by things like Into the Woods, Sunday in the Park with George. Like we're we're it, we're so, we're 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 not good. We're not. We're not embarrassed to say that we're Sondheim fanboys. Oh, yeah. I, like, I mean, there's but nothing really? wrong with that. Huh. Yeah, I know. Can you yeah. believe that? Uh, um, but no, it is. It there. is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's only a couple. It really, yeah. really is. Like, you know, Act Two's uh, a little darker. It's a little more serious. Mm -hmm. There's a lot. Because, you know, Act One kind of ends with a lot of things up in the air. So, you know, there's uh, a big... Well, there's a lot of things are, brewing. Literally. literally. <laughs> there's just a lot of things brewing, and then there's just like, well, what's going to happen now? There's yeah. a lot of consequences that we have to deal with in Act Two. Um, and well, that it's last, been really exciting. Yeah, that last number, our, our, our Act One finale is literally all of our main stories like coming all like they're what seems to be the, um, the height of their. Um, their plot yeah their plot the, really coming to head all right all like, of everything's happening, happening all at every, once. everyone's plot is happening at the same time as this comet's about to show up any second yeah um and so the end of act one is them like this story is about literally called any minute it's called it's, any minute it's the yeah. finale of act one it's mm -hmm. called any minute and um everybody's like any minute it's gonna be here you know gonna any here. minute any, i'm any gonna minute. get everything i want any minute blah blah, blah. yeah you know what well, a great hook cool. that's neat that is that is really cool. I like that. That uh, this may be the stupidest question that I've ever asked, but doubt it. But go for it, bud. Well, <laughs> you'll see. <laughs> Looking at plot structure, and maybe this—I don't know who this is a question for. So, whoever wants to answer it, is it usually customary that the climax of the show happens at the end of Act One? I don't know about customary, but. I think that's it's probably common. the easiest, yeah. Mm -hmm. The easier structure is to have the big crux. Right, because, you know, you want people to come back. Mm -hmm. uh, to watch they, Act 2? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is right. usually the goal. You know, you want them to come back. So you give them enough questions, 
mm-hmm. at the end of the act, they're mm-hmm. going to want answers. I hopefully. thought act two was just suggested. You can stay if you want to. For and some. I, I'm a big kind of, like, my writing style is very, I really like twisty turny, not really knowing what to expect, unreliable characters that you think they're, their motivation's one thing, but actually it's something else. Like I'm yeah. really into that kind of thing. I want to mm. have some twists and turns and some surprises, even in kind of something that's like just kind of small and kind of down to human life as this. Um, and so that was kind of the impetus of of kind of when we were like, let's figure out how we want the sh- act one to end. Was like, mm-hmm. how do we end it at the peak of all these stories? Like they're literally at the edge of a cliff. Yeah. And I think the act one finale really to me feels like they've all fallen off. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, okay, what well now what, well now what are they going to do? Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. Which I think, and I think that's really hard. I think, I think the end to do that, to give you enough questions. And then I think, I personally think that one of the hardest things is to write an, I think an act two opener is extremely difficult. They're mostly bad. Most, like, I, I in think, history, they're mostly bad. Because you have to, you, your audience just left, right? Your audience mm-hmm. just left. They just got drinks. They just started talking about the show. Yeah. They, they've like, like in the like in the foyer in the lobby. So they've had 15 minutes to not watch your show mm-hmm. and talk about it, and and now you've got to bring them back, and you've got to have a good enough hook, a good enough like point to your song. To invite them back to watch it, yeah. it's, it's right to bring you right back into it. the, you're yeah. right back into the world. And it's, it's even worse if they're talking about not the show, right? right? Because then you really have to bring them back in the world because they're talking yeah. about you know their babysitter, yeah. the this and that, and it's like so enough questions at the end of Act One to make you be like, I gotta see what happens, what happens to all these people, and then Act Two it has to be a song that invites you right back in without any like real like feels like we're trying you know right. what i mean like it's got to feel we easy. really want you to come back to this story so here's mm-hmm. this and so then we open it with a bunch of people that don't want to be there anymore yes nice <laughs> that's really how that's Same how basic, that's like, how the like, act two the, the, the opening line the opening line of act, act two is that was it that was it that was it that, that was, was Haley's comment wow. <laughs> like that's literally that's how it opens right yeah. and you know one of the lyrics sort of meta lyrics we have in the in that opening uh act two act opener two. is oh god what a stupid show like, like what was like, the point yeah. of me paying for, for that? Uh, like, God, how much did I pay for this? Yeah, like it's you know, it's, it's like all these people outside of our main cast that are kind of just like the town did all this just to get money, basically through this huge event. Okay, with all these vendors and all these like Haley's Comet themed merchandise because that's mm-hmm. another like big thing. Yeah, in the in, uh, in the show and and it was just literally for a cloudy speck. That you can't even really, really make out. You can't really make out. I just there's something I think is really devious and funny about that. Yeah. Uh, because all Act One is really building up how miraculous this thing's gonna yeah. be, and how incredible it is. Uh, how magical. And how it's it. gonna change you, and it's gonna you're gonna have like a spiritual awakening when you sl- lay your eyes on it. Yeah. And literally, that's not. That's not reality. Right. This is like, not reality. Just like the Biden presidency. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> 
This show, this show is very much a critique of late stage capitalism and trickle down economics. So, oh, great, great, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of underpinnings of that. You see the effect of Reaganomics in this small town. It's, uh, yeah, we're very uh, big fans of Karl Marx in this show. Oh, great, uh, great. That's yeah. the underpinning yeah. of the show. Yeah, As you yeah. should be. Yeah. I, yeah. Think th I think the storyline, it, it does lend itself to having an intermission, though. You yes. know, having this yes. before and after, because I was going to, before you explained, I was like, well, why didn't you just do a, uh, you know, a one act? Yes. But you're, you're right. I mean, the way you explained it, there's a there's a great way to do this where give the audience that little break and then bring them back wondering, you know, what this was. Was this a great experience? Was this life changing? Right. And it just so happens that it's not. Yeah. At least for most of the town. For most yeah. of the for, town. For the, for the characters we're following, it is a life changing sure. night. You know, it just does the comet have anything to do with that, or circumstance? You know, what I mean, it's like what what's really at play? Yeah, is yeah. it just yeah. that all these things are happening right now, and that's just kind of the beauty of I think the theme, one of the main themes of the show. Oh, my phone just died. Oh well. <laughs>